church, you know. Oh, oh, we're on. Well, we're on. Hey, you, oh, hey, you, come on, sit down. You're sitting at the grown-ups table. I'm your host, Jesse Pimpinella, and as always, my partner in crime. John Jacobs. Thank you so much, and happy Wednesday to you all. Uh, we got a great show uh, coming your way. Tonight, we're going to be talking about the big DC studio shakeup. We're going to be talking about, you know, Henry Cavill, gone. Gal Gadot, maybe gone. The script to Wonder Woman 3, thank God, gone. But we are... <laughs> Let's face it. After '84, we we were like like you said it best during the 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 show start. Patty could direct. She can't write. She can't write. And like just to bring it drive a point further, she fi- She didn't use the stunt team that made the first movie amazing. So they were like, "All right, let's make a soap opera." Yay! Uh, be careful, Jesse. You know, you say the wrong thing, you might get a label that's untrue. So just, well, just be okay, careful. Okay, look, 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 look. Let me rephrase. Gal Gadot is the goat when it comes to being Wonder Woman. I agree. I love her as Wonder Woman. I want more Wonder Woman movies. I just don't want... And here's the thing. Patty Jenkins is a great director. She just Hmm? doesn't direct action movies. Well, she's not a writer. She's a director. And it's okay to not be both. She made the movie Monster. I love the movie Monster. Oh, Monster was great, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's like, that's the thing. Like, some directors can direct and some actors can act and then some writers write. And... She's not a triple threat. She's not even a double threat. She's a one threat. She can direct the shit out of a movie. So, but anyways, like I said, uh, we'll we'll get into that. We'll get into that. But Gal Gadot, I hope stays. That's the I one. Do too. I, I can't imagine one another Wonder Woman. <laughs> I can't. She she's kind of she has that Tony Stark aura to her. Yeah, so it's perfect. But before we get going, let's bring out uh, our first uh, guest tonight. He is Earth. the producer. Oh, look who we got today. He is Mr. First and only Vance. guest. What's up, Vance? First, first and last guest. I mean, the That's alpha right. and omega of guests tonight. But uh, so, good to see you guys. He plans <laughs> on canceling the show so that he can always be the alpha and the omega. <laughs> I am the alpha and the omega. He's going to he's gonna carve dark side symbol on his chest so he can always be the omega. <laughs> But how I, you I was doing, Vince? You doing good? I'm doing good. I was hearing Christopher Walken when John was talking about uh, Gal Gadot. He's, I need more Gal Gadot. I'm just hearing, I need more cowbell. I'm just needing him to deliver that as Walken. No, I need more Gadot. <laughs> you were great. Better than great. But we need more Patty Jenkins, right? <laughs> well, yeah. So... Yeah, so well, we, why don't we get right into that? We, since we, we're we a big Gal Gadot fan. So tonight, like I said, we're here to talk about the DC shakeup. So let's talk about Wonder Woman 3 mm. being canceled. Mm. Uh, so I'm all for this movie being canceled because, or the script being canceled, because yeah. Gal Gadot is a badass actress. She deserves I, I, a good script. Mm. And I don't think Patty Jenkins delivered it. And and yeah. and the, the real heroes of the first movie were uh deborah snyder and uh zach snyder mm-hmm. who you know and who were not you know a part of the dc universe at this point or you know they were kind of being pulled away and i think it missed a huge action element from those two and it just it, it was it was it bummed me out i don't know i mean what was your thoughts uh vance I think you you always have to be careful of doing period pieces, and mm-hmm. they navigated those waters fairly well for a World War One era Wonder Woman. But you know, when you go to 1984, then you're dealing with the living memory of a lot of people who are going to see the film, yeah. and there's there's a way to just make it so kind of hackney and it was like oh okay you're you're in 1984 because you're doing this oh here are the sneakers here are all, all this and it, it really kind of gets very tiresome mm-hmm. you know unless you're a 150 year old man you you know there wasn't anything in the first world uh wonder woman that you were like oh that's some bullshit about 1919 you know there wasn't like that at all you know but right. uh, <laughs> you can do that a lot in wonder woman 1984 well, yeah. the thing about Wonder, the first Wonder Woman movie was, it, it, you hit a point. You know, uh, World War One is no longer a living memory, and and if you look at, there are not a lot of World War One movies out there as compared to World War Two. There, there really mean, aren't. There isn't because I mean, when, you got to think about it, when Hollywood was was in its heyday and still is. You know, World War Two was. It, it, you know, it was it was fresh in people's heads. So they could make movies, and let's face it: if World War, if the World War movies were like movies, 
World War II, better story, better villain, better everything. And I mean, just, hey, you know, <laughs> wow, like, dude. For right. <laughs> for higher. Better story, better villain. Yeah. I listen, yeah. Look, 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 I look, so. <laughs> I, look I'm okay. Look, and, and I'll prove my point. All right. People. Who here remembers what? Yeah. yeah. Look, I'm not condoning it. I'm just <laughs> saying, I'm just saying, look, we know who the bad guy in World War, World War II was for sure. I mean, if you think about it, that was like a Lex Luthor plan right there. It was? Like, <laughs> and off with I will take over world all world. of Europe. Right, World like, War I, no one's six million at people, Lex Luthor man. That's day. Lex Luthor level. All right? No one in World War One swung Lex Luthor dick, okay? Nobody. No. no. I mean, what happened? Archduke Ferdinand, he died. Okay. Okay. It- and then four months later, all hell breaks out. It was four okay. months later. It was all bullshit. Yeah. The whole reason why it started. It wasn't yeah. even a rolling calendar year. It was a quarter. It was the next quarter that shit went <laughs> down, man. Someone was just waiting for the budget to clear. And they were like, all right, we're on. It's a new quarter. Let's go. Yeah. But like World War II, the stakes were high, man. The stakes it was were like- higher. They were indeed. They were high. Like, I mean, the villain had a weird mustache that automatically was like, oh, right, that guy's the villain. I know who that guy is. Right. He's the fucking bad yeah. guy here. Yeah. He took a very common mustache style in the 30s and ruined it. Ruined it. That was a common mustache. <laughs> Laurel and Hardy had it. Chaplin had it. They all had it. But now, oh, no, 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 no. It didn't look right. Like, if he went for the Thomas Magnum, it would have been a lot better. But yeah. he didn't, and I'm just like, what are you doing, man? Yeah. And last I checked, I didn't see uh, Indiana Jones take place during World War One. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh, like, like, oh, my God, we have to stop Dooch Dan Ferdinand, or whatever the hell his name is, from getting assassinated. No. No, he fought Nazis like a man. All right. I mean, the, the, vill- like the villain is better. The costuming yeah. is better. You know, yeah. it's a much better costuming. You know, and you know, we had, uh, you know, like I said, we had lots of movies. You had like fifty-five John Wayne films, uh, World War Two. Every every John every World War Two film. There's some, and I've never mastered it. And I smoke a cigar every day. There's a Sarge walking around like, all right, all right, hey, come Nazi. You know, and it's just like, who can walk around with a cigar like in them all goddamn day long? And wouldn't you get shot with the light from it? I mean, anyway. Uh, they, yeah. they, they don't grease him because they're like, well, he's smoking a cigar, so we'll just let him finish. Yeah. <laughs> he has the, the Hannibal Smith uh, cigar. I love when a plan comes together. <laughs> I mean, Arnold pulled it off great in like every 80s movie he was in. I mean, he was able to hold that right out of the side of his mouth and deliver any line he was given. I say the best time he ever did it was Expendables 2, where he digs into the underground cavern and he goes, I'm back. <laughs> I love it. But anyway, so, so here's my question to you guys. What in the hell was Wonder Woman 3 about? I don't know. All I know is Patty turned in the script. The studio hated it. They said no. And then she got pissed and sent them a link to the definition of character development. And again, I, 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 I could understand, like, 84 look we we all agree we love the first one i love the first one i love and then and then we watched 84 over christmas and everyone's like um what happened well we know what happened so when you turn in the script for the third one and all the studio execs are like it's not going to get made especially when you're in this weird transitional period you're trying to keep the franchise going it's about to go under new ownership you can't really take a risk at this point you do have to be safe and i'm okay with that so you know if you turn in the script it's not good they're gonna say no you know and uh the whole thing with rogue squadron with her being off rogue squadron i was really bummed about because i've wanted a rogue squadron film for i don't know 20 plus years uh, but I did hear that it's not fully off the table. No, it, it's, not. It, it's it's still like in the works, but it's not as further along as it was. But uh, they did not scrap uh, uh, Rogue Squadron, so I'm good with that. But you know, I, I was bummed that it a, a Wonder Woman three was canceled because I was looking for the redemption, the third movie. Let's redeem it. Let's get back to yeah. the roots of the original, but do it better and and redeem the second one. I was really excited for that, and then now it may or may not happen because nobody knows if she's out or not, and we just kind of have to wait for James Gunn to throw some shit around and let us know what's going on. 
Yeah. And, 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 and the thing is like, James Gunn has such a tough job because and I, and I don't blame yeah. him. For, I don't really blame him for any moves he's made thus far. No, I'm the know. most painful because it's like you were given a steaming pile of shit. I, 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 I let me okay wait let me take that back that was a little bit too crude he All was right. handled a disorganized mess that has a lot of talent that needs to be reeled in and managed properly yes and I, 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 when I say piece of shit I'm talking about the previous studio execs I should be more clear with that because they they fucking had all the talent in the world all the great writers in the world yep. and they fucking ruined it yeah. and it's those guys that so now what they're doing is instead of having a bunch of uncreatives in a corporate office creating these movies, they now put someone in charge to create movies who yes. creates for a living. And yes. it's like he has to sift through this. And he's got to make a lot of hard decisions. You know what I mean? And at the end of the day, he's got to look at it like this. Like, all right, do I want to honor the few fans that are here or do I want to honor the few fans that are here and now? And he wants to do the here and now. He wants to bring it on. Uh, and, and forever because he wants to he wants this thing to last i agree you know? and I, I i think he's making all the right moves with this simply as as hard <laughs> as it is to admit to that i do agree with you um they, they yeah. are difficult decisions because at, at the end of the day at least people liked all of the heroes you know what i'm saying nobody was like man fuck henry cavill worst fucking superman ever i can't fucking believe he's in this i mean like my friend gabe said that but gabe's extreme about everything but you know or like people weren't walking around being like man fuck ben affleck he should stop acting oh wait they did but again that was a small minority like you had the talent of the actors playing these characters they just couldn't do what was necessary with them to establish their characters by themselves but then also graft them into a shared universe and when you try to jump the gun into avengers instead of taking four or five years to get there like marvel did you kind of end up with this joss whedon sexual harassment mess and, you know, I'm really glad that uh, they, they allowed Snyder to do the uh, Snyder cut of Justice League. Look, I watched it. Yeah, it's four hours long, but it's great. I it's really good. enjoyed it. And I watched it twice because I watched the grayscale version. And in my opinion, that was better. So, I mean, you know, yeah. I, I put eight hours into that shit. And I know plenty of people that did. So even though the, the this first run of the DCU was a disaster, I watched every film in the theater uh, minus Wonder Woman 84 because that was, you know, streaming Christmas Day. Um, But I I mean, I was here for it, whether it was good or bad. And so I'm okay with these changes. They're just tough because we even though it never really fully came together and there were issues, we still started to like these actors and care about these characters, at least. And then now most of them if not maybe all of them are going to be out, it's going to be hard to transition. Uh, But again, to your point, Jesse, I do deep down think it's for the best. It just kind of sucks because I I think Cavill was our guy for Superman and pretty young. And I'm kind of bummed that he wasn't given another chance, especially when they brought him back or I'm sorry, the rock brought him back. They put him in Black Adam, and then James Gunn made him make an announcement. Hey, Cavill's back, and everybody was like, fuck yes, James Gunn has got this. Cavill's back. We're going to get another Superman film. We're going to jumpstart this. So Man of Steel kicked off DCU in 2013. Now we're going to have another Man of Steel movie probably in a year or two. That's going to kick off the new Second Chance DCU. And then, oh, wait, we lied. He's gone. And I'm just like, oh man, what the hell? So it was really, it's been jarring. Since well, the, the, well, let's get into that a little bit. Like, oh, that's it. I'm gonna change the title card, uh, Black Adam. So basically, let's let's talk about this. Henry Cavill in the Black Adam debacle. Let's talk about that. Okay, Cavill, Cavill. Cavill. Sorry, my bad. Wait, what? You say potato, I say potato, Jesse. I, well, but we can all agree he's the goat. That's all we need. Yeah, just type up the. Okay, so here's the thing, Cavill. Okay, so anyways, here's the thing about this. A lot of people are saying that The Rock used uh, Henry Cavill as a pawn 
Now, what what are your guys' thoughts on that? I mean, I don't think that's the case. I don't think he's the type of guy who would do that to somebody. But people are saying like he did that. I don't think. I don't Go like ahead, that. Vance. I don't. I don't buy it. Um, it. It would have been one thing if it was if he was an integral part of the film, you know, mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. then. But right. not for a post credit scene that really didn't make any sense. I mean, when did Superman start taking orders from Amanda Waller? Yes, um, thank you. That was my biggest question. Why is right. he listening to this woman? Like, right. L- literally the last person Superman would listen to is Amanda Waller. Um, <laughs> the antithesis of the idea of Superman is Amanda Waller. So, no, I I, I don't really buy that. Um, and, and, yeah, no one went to see Black Adam or no one watched Black Adam um, to see Henry Cavill, um, you would you went to see Black Adam because you wanted to know where they were going to go with the character and would yeah. the Rock be able to pull it off and that type of thing. It, it, it's 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 not. No one gave a damn about that blur. I mean, in in the sense that I'm paying money, you know. Oh, I'm I'm getting my HBO Max uh, updated, or I'm going to the theater to see Henry Cavill for thirty seconds. Yeah, no, he's not that fucking guy. Most credit uh, scene, nonetheless. Right. Yeah. So no, I don't I mean, buy that. I don't buy that for one second. I don't need. I mean, the Black Adam movie was really good. I enjoyed it. I, loved I mean, it. I loved it. It was a great film. And it's all about Doctor Fate, the, man. And all I, about Doctor Fate. Yeah, all baby too. I think the only thing that hurt the that movie was coming out before Black Panther, because at the end of the day, that Black Panther movie had more hype around it, only because it had that's it had to do a lot of stuff, deal with the death of Chadwick. Uh, Chad, yeah. uh, Chadwick Boseman, it was heavy. Is, which was heavy already, and the movie had been pushed back numerous times. We got to see how they're going to do, do do the mantle change. They're going to have Namor. They're going to have Ironheart. They had all this stuff going into this movie. I mean, Rihanna came out of fucking retirement because it just to do a song, which mm-hmm. I don't like Rihanna, but that song was fucking amazing. Yeah, you know what I mean, great. that fucking song was great. So it's like it's hard for that. To, to have a long theatrical run when in the next two weeks you had the one of the biggest Marvel movies, you know, coming out. Mm. So it bad timing really hurt. It's kind of like that one movie I loved. It's called The Other Guys. Great movie, but it literally came out between like a week after Batman versus Superman and then two weeks before Civil War. Yeah. It was like it was a bad spot. It was like you have no it's like it was a great movie. It's beloved but will ferrell's wooden gun oh no 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 no! not the other guys sorry the nice guys sorry oh oh okay yeah sorry i was script the titles for that one yeah but anyways um but yeah i mean but who but henry cavill he did he's done such a good job with superman in the aspect that he knows this character he knows the character very well like if you watch interviews with him he'll start gushing about multiple storylines about the character and that's like to me i'm like this guy's done his homework it's gonna be hard to not see that type of energy brought to a movie you know yeah yeah so, so i mean i, I want to go back to black adam for a minute yeah uh, yeah go ahead. yeah yeah so i i also don't think that the rock purposely used henry cavill to no I, I don't cavill so. whatever to to Whatever, whatever, I'm, I have a brain fart. Whatever phrase you want to use to say that he's going to use him to to bring more, you know, butts into the theater or more subscriptions on HBO Max. Well, I don't think that was the intention. The Rock has been trying to get this movie made since the late 2000s. He was finally able to get it done. Uh, I'm a little sad that right when he gets the movie made, it's like, oh, sorry, dude, you're out. Um, because I I do like what he did. I liked the film. I liked the Justice Society of America. Again, all about Dr. Fate. I was super pumped about James Bond playing Dr. Fate. I thought it was perfect casting. casting. Uh, I loved the ending. I love the fact that it's... Look, uh, spoilers, if you haven't seen Black Adam, it's been out for two months. Uh, He's not dead. He's clearly in that helmet with the rest of the Fates. And that was really setting up that solo Fate film and I was just looking forward to Pierce coming back, you know, and oh my God, we're going to get, you know, we get this and he comes back and then this happens. We go down this rabbit hole and now like that's gone too. And I'm just like, uh, and it's, it's not that they can't do Dr. Fate again. 
or that it's not that they can't do Black Adam again or they can't do Superman again. Well, I mean, it, here's hold the, on, hold on. I'm making a point. Yeah. It, sometimes it takes time to really warm up to characters, right? There's sometimes where you don't instantly connect with a, a character and actor, and it, and it takes a little time. I did not really care for Man of Steel when it first came out. I have changed my tune on that now that we're 10 years later. Uh, I still have, you know, objective criticism that is 100% valid of the film, but I've changed my position on it because it's grown on me and I've looked past some of those things. And it took me a while to accept Cavill as Superman. Um, but, uh, you know, so we've accepted him. We've got Pierce Brosnan playing Dr. Fate. We, you know, we've got The Rock playing Black Adam. And we've now gotten accustomed to all these characters. And then now it's all going to change. So it, that's a little jarring to, to finally like bond up with all these characters and then do this reset. We've all been asking for the reset forever with the flashpoint. Like we, we've all said you can fix the Snyderverse with flashpoint, but then Ezra went off and committed felonies all over the world and pushed. Yay! Here and, but then he didn't get fired. And then they brought him back for reshoots and like, now they might make another one, but yet he's got like, felonies literally across the pond that haven't been resolved yet so not really sure what's going on with that but we're gonna have to accept all new characters and 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 you know get used to that and i'm i'm just worried that that could potentially be detrimental to the success of what i call the second chance because you don't second chances especially in film don't always come around and when they do a lot of times they also fail. So I don't want to see this fail. I want to see it succeed. I've said it before and I said it again. TC has the better and more interesting characters. So I want to see this be successful and be a thing. I really do. But I'm worried that having to warm up to new actors and, and character portrayals might impact that at in the beginning, if that makes sense. Yes, and, and I think it's just going to come down to casting and casting sure. actors who I, I always say bring the, the Downey Jr. energy. To, to their, like they own the role. Chris Evans owns the role. Hemsworth owns the role. You know what I mean, like if you, if you bring in actors who are just like, okay, this is my paycheck, no, we don't want you out in the movie. Stay away from it because half the energy that comes from a great casting is watching them doing the interviews and watching them be yeah. obsessed with their character. I mean, I think that's what Cavill was so great about him. You know what I mean? Like, he's standing next to a Superman cutout in his in his personal home gym. You know, he's, he, the guy builds com computers. You know, he's a part of a D&D &D, uh, night in Hollywood. I mean, this guy is like, if you want a Superman, that's that's our nerd guy right there. That's what well, we keep want. in mind, too, that he had been trying to play the role since Superman Returns. When they cast Brandon Ralph, they didn't cast uh, Cavill because they just said he wasn't ready yet. And uh, I mean, so the guy's been trying to get into the role forever. And it was great that he finally got in. And then now, 10 years later, it literally just ends up with a goodbye. It's just like, Jesus, man. Yeah. Vance, were you going to say something? Yeah. Uh, the Henry Cavill. I'm going to say Cavill. Henry Cavill wasn't ready sure uh, for Superman Returns. Brandon Routh wasn't ready. I mean, he was just I as much a nobody. I disagree. He, he was just. I'm saying he's just. He was just as much a nobody as as Henry Cavill was at the same time. Yeah. It wasn't like Brandon Routh was tearing up the screen leading up to Superman Returns. He was. He was a nobody. Well, being a nobody doesn't mean he wasn't ready for the role. They. They. Cavill wasn't ready because he didn't read the way they wanted him to read. No, that, that, that to me is a, a different thing than being ready for the role. And Henry Cavill was an, a working actor to that point. It, 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 to me, you could have brought him in for Superman Returns, and he would have done just as good a job as Brandon Routh. I, I don't I, – I, the only reason I disagree is because Returns was the, uh, you know, was the love letter to Donner's films. And I don't think Cavill could have came in and delivered the way Routh did because Routh was just so much like Christopher Reeve if if you if you could clone one person brandon ralph is the is the closest to a christopher reeve you're ever going to get and there's not going to be after him but that and, was part of the problem with the film 
that's why he got the job. That wasn't the problem with the film. The problem it was, was the problem with the film. No, it wasn't. It was the color palette. It was the stupid uh, script. It was. Brandon it was a stupid Kidding. script. It was Lex Luthor doing <laughs> another no fighting like, thing. There was no punching. Superman was just crying the whole time. Like it was Brandon Art House Superman. It was Art Brandon Routh was Brandon Routh was a was the rebound chick, okay? In the Superman no. arc of all time, all right. We we had our we had our guy no. who became a quadriplegic. Then we brought in this other guy. Everyone hey, shit on him, so that we could then move on hey, to Henry Cavill. Man, you can't be talking like that around me, okay? Well, I did. <laughs> um, and let's not forget, Ralph got to reprise his role finally on CW's universe on the Infinite Crisis, where he got to play the Kingdom Come Superman, which was fucking amazing. And right. to be honest, right. if they're going to do all this reset shit, dude, I wish he could get a chance because he still looks young as fuck. He still looks like he's 30 or under. He doesn't yeah, he look does. like mid 40s. Yeah. So, um, I don't know, man. I, Vance, you, you know that's a, that's a tender spot for me. So. I know. That's why I went right into it. <laughs> I poured the yeah. salt yeah. right into that baby. You know, we, the, the problems with Returns was not the actors. It was the director and the writers of the script that was the problem. Because they just did stupid things that made no sense when you already had a perfect framework to work with. All you well, had to do was just do that again. And then you were like, huh, let's do this instead. And it's like, where was the guy to say, no, this is a bad decision? I mean, where was the guy to say no in Superman 1, 2, 3, or Superman the Quest for Peace? I mean, there were uh, there's been a lot of people making those, making saying that, but they worked. <laughs> yeah, so, let's make Superman be able to look at objects and they repair themselves. Do it. I want to film that scene. Like, where's the guy that was like, that's not in the book. Don't do it. Nope. Don't, nope. don't, forget, don't forget the spinning the earth around and then the throwing of the S. Hey, that cellophane S was a cool move, but that was that was a Richard Lester edition. That was not in the scenes that Donner shot for his film. Lester added that because of the whole comedy thing. So. I, I, I do want to backtrack for a second here about James Gunn. Okay. Uh, and, and the process to to kind of kill everything. It is the right move, as, as we is. kind of talked about. Let's also say this. It's the easiest move to make. Because that logic is there. Everyone kind of everyone is kind of like, oh man, I you know, I want I want Cavill back. You know, I want Gil to go back. Um, not a lot of, not a lot of people are saying they want Batfleck back. I don't I'm not really seeing that kind of backlash. I am. Well, we actually you're on the bat you're you're the moderator of the Batfleck message board, okay? I mean that's I I was, why man. you're seeing it. Anyway, Dude, I'm, I'm monstrous I'm, for that role. Totally committed inside. I'm, a, I'm okay with. I'm. I'm actually okay with Batfleck, but you know, it, it was. You know, people just had a hair up their ass about it for a long time. So yeah. I'm sure there's going to be a, a, a faction of people who are gone. But let's talk about James Gunn for a fucking second, okay? For one, he has the biggest loss of any DC movie. His The Suicide Squad. Um, was a $30 million loser, and he can't blame it on... I saw, I was just looking at the Wikipedia page. Oh, we know COVID. It was motherfucking July 2021, okay? All right. We'd already said, we, as a people, we'd already said, fuck it, we'll just risk, you know, respiratory death at this point and go out and fucking do shit in July 2021. This wasn't like what uh, Wonder Woman 1984, where it was still December and we didn't have a vaccine. People were like, oh, man, fuck this. You know, I'm not going to go to a movie theater. No, this was July of last year. And that lost $30 million and no one wanted it. And uh, I got to tell you right now, I'm really hoping that people have decided to say, you know what, fuck this stupid-ass James Gunn shit and his goddamn Guardians of the Galaxy, which I hate to no fucking end, and his oh, shit low-IQ uh, fucking scripts, and it's nothing but dick jokes every five seconds. I'm, I'm hoping Man. we're done with it. And this is the guy who's taking over. He's going to make all the fucking decisions now. Yay. That's my rant. <laughs> nice rant. Nice rant. Uh, I, I need, to, I need to, to, to back you up for a second, Vance. Uh, where are you seeing that uh, the Suicide Squad lost $30 million? Uh, one second. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming not... we're both. I'm, I'm assuming we're both on Wikipedia. I'm I'm on Wikipedia. Okay. Yeah, Jesse. So, talk oh, I'm sorry. Seventeen million, but that but as we know, that does not include uh, the uh, the budget for um, 
it was 185 million budget, but that does not include the advertising. So you're typically looking at uh, at least half of the, the budget that's going to go into advertising too. But I'll, okay, I'll, 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 I'll accept this. That's $17 million loss, and that's the biggest loss to, uh, on those. And no one wanted the Suicide Squad movie. No one wanted that. It was like, oh, man, we need another Suicide Squad movie. No, we didn't need yeah, that. Yeah, we actually did James Gunn. one done right. And this ended up being a hit. Why did you not like this movie? This is right it didn't be a, it's not, It was not a hit. Don't say it was a hit when it, it lost was. money. It can't be a the hit Weasel if it loses money. That was oh, then Wonder deal. Woman 1984 was a hit, even though it lost it money. Not. It was not, sir. You also oh got. You also have to look at. Man. Look at how many in DVD wise and streaming wise. But I mean, to fully give it a full just uh, to see how successful it was box office wise. You're right. It came in low. It did come in low. Um, it did. It did. I, I think mm -hmm. the streaming basically. Basically, I think the, the movie made its streaming uh, the money back up in streaming. So uh, uh, let me let me I, give you the I, I, I watched it streaming. That's when I watched it. But I I think I rented it on Amazon. It wasn't when it hit HBO Max for free. I still paid money for it. So let me let me give an official John Grunt on that. <clears throat> okay, okay, hold on. We have to pause here for a second. Okay, Van, you get two talking points on why you did not like the film. Go. Uh, I thought the script was stupid, and I thought the idea to bring back the, the the Suicide Squad again was stupid after the first one was so universally banned. Okay, that second point is completely irrelevant. I'll give. No, you it's not. It's completely point. relevant. You can't just yeah, make a blanket statement one. like, "Oh, I, that's completely irrelevant." No, that's it's completely irrelevant. It, it, we already had a fatigue on it. Vance, I need something about the film that you did not like. Okay. Not the, nobody asked for it. I, all right, the antagonist. You like, which one? Which one exactly? It's a team-up <laughs> film. What the hell is your problem? My problem is that it was a mediocre film by a guy who I think is a hack. That's what, and now he's running everything. So now I can't wait for Batman farting, okay? I can't wait for whatever Superman deciding that he wants to have lunch and make jokes about taking a shit later. That's because that's what we're going to have. <laughs> okay, I, I definitely don't agree that James Gunn is a hack. I'm not here saying he's like number one, but he's not a hack. If you don't personally like him, that's fine. I hate his films. I hate his film. I hate his work. Hack. I don't know anything about him personally. I hate his fucking work. That's fine. That's fine, but that doesn't mean he's a hack. It just means you don't like him, and that's totally okay. He's a hack because his jokes are the lowest common denominator. We used to, okay. John and well, I used to work with a guy. Hold on a second. 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 John and I used to work with a guy. I'm not going to name the guy, but he told me how much he was loving the Guardians of the Galaxy films. And I said, Those films are fucking stupid. And he says, You know, sometimes I just don't want to think. And I said, do you do a lot of fucking thinking? You know, do you, are you like fucking Einstein? Are you just sitting out the window and thinking for eight straight hours a day? You're not, okay? I, I, I have to ask a question just so I can, in my head, know who you're talking about. Did mm -hmm. this conversation happen when I sat on a particular floor in the corner and had all the windows where my dad Um, No, no, it did not. It's not the person I'm thinking of then. No, no, I'll tell you later. But and you, okay. you immediately get it. You'll be like, oh yeah, that's that. That guy would fucking say that. I'm, I'm sure. Yeah. That, but that's why it's driving me crazy. I'm trying to think of, oh man, who the hell was that? But the guy I thought it was clearly but, was. But yeah, yeah, tell me after the show. I definitely want to know about that. So I mean, right. I mean, back like, to James Gunn. Fuck you, Vance. <laughs> so I mean, I understand. So James Gunn, like I said, uh, I mean, I know you don't like his films particularly. But, like, with the Suicide Squad, just so we can kind of figure out, what were the two points you didn't like about the Suicide Squad? I think that's what – I just want to make sure yeah, we get that clear. I, Not the first one. We all agree I, the first one was a disaster across the board. I, I Again, it's the, it's the antagonist issue. And we kind of have this kind of bouncing around of who the true antagonist is in the situation. Is it Peter Capaldi? It, it was. You know, but – that, that's beside the point. I, I've always felt that Suicide Squad and really Batman in general 
can be darker films. And we need that in these films. Suicide Squad should be an ultra fucking violent film. All right. It should be, and it should be hard and dark. All right. These are guys who are career criminals who are trying to do missions that will maybe possibly save their lives, but are likely going to die. Why is it so fucking flippant? But I get I that there are comics like that, but this is a different medium. Hmm. Yeah. I, but I think that's the point is that, and I agree with you. Uh, look, I, look, I, I am not a suicide fan at all. Actually, I, I never even read many of the books at all. I, I, I didn't really care ever. But then the, the original, the Oyer, uh, Air film came out. Oyer, Air film came yeah. out. I was like, eh, let's see what we got going on on here because my man Jai Courtney's playing Captain Boomerang. I'm here for that. And then I watched the movie and I was like, yeah, I said it, Jai Courtney. And uh, then I watched the movie and I was like, oh, you know, the, well, I guess I still don't like Suicide Squad. <coughs> Excuse me. But. The second one came out, and it was kind of the retooling, but kind of not. And uh, I, I really enjoyed it because that one, it was violent. Could it have been more violent? Sure, but I was okay with the. I thought it was actually a decent level of violence. Uh, but I like the lightheartedness because I think it would have been too heavy and too serious if it was ultra-violent and ultra-serious and ultra-dark. Like, it would have really weighed you down watching the movie so the movie ultra violent characters but having it be a little more high level a more comedic presentation to me allowed me to fucking love that movie so i get i get that some people don't like that and there's other movies i can point to to do that that i don't like either so but it just it it, it all just worked for me with that second suicide uh suicide squad film and I didn't think I was going to like Starro, and I ended up fucking loving it. So, I mean, it's, you know, they, look, films are art. You like what you like for your reasons, you know? And that's why yeah. we can argue about them. All right. So, as... All right. I love that transition. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah, I, before we go any further with James Gunn, is there anything, final words you want to say before we kind of jump on to another topic I want, I'm interested in? Just that, you know... It's a hard pill to swallow, but I definitely agree. I think it's the it's a good decision to start over. If you're going to get a second chance, make it a second chance. Do it your way. Let's see what happens. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think, yeah, Scorched Earth was the way to go here. That That is absolutely the right way. Yeah, you're going to turn some people off by losing some guys, but you, you've got to start fresh. And, you know, hey, how, you want, how about some background checks before you hire another Ezra Miller? You know, how about oh, that? <laughs> No more joke slamming. All right, no more joke slamming. All right, all right. Take take the hair. Find out how much heroin they've been doing, and then make that determination of you know are you going to make that call. I really want them to do like a documentary just about his time as the Flash, and I want I don't want it to be a film. I want it to be one of those like mini series, like four to six episodes, and I want a whole episode dedicated to the global rampage. Like I really want to know what was going on. I, I'm just throwing that out there. I, I'll be a PA burn. on that if anybody wants to make that film. Just burn, threatening to burn people's houses down and <laughs> like kidnapping people, grooming, <laughs> like, posting photos of a random kidnapped baby with bullets near the ground. I'm like, what are you doing? And then somehow doing reshoots in the middle of all this yeah. and eluding the cops. He was like the Blues Brothers, like how they're still doing gigs but eluding the cops. <laughs> Like a dragnet set up, and they're like, we <laughs> to avoid detection. We're getting Azra to set. He's almost there. Get ready. He's already Tuck there. Roll. The car's not right. stopping. We got to go, go, go. No more than two cuts, two scenes. And we got to get the hell out of here. We got to beat the response right. time. <laughs> we got to shoot in three different studios so they don't know which one we're in at any given time. It's a shell game. Uh, <laughs> now, now let's, uh, let's talk about future DC films because yes his film is still on the horizon as well as other films like Shazam 2 and Aquaman 2 and a lot of people have been asking like what's the point of watching these if they're if if everything's gonna be rebooted so I think I think for me it's just the films were made and and we also have to kind of talk about this whole Batgirl thing because the point I'm about to make might be contradictory to what happened Batgirl but I kind of have more to say on that but uh, my thing is, is that these films uh, are done, done. Release them, right? And 
I mean, you've spent multi, like hundreds of millions of dollars to get these two films done. Yeah, I'm fine with releasing them. Yeah, we know there's going to be a reset, but why not? But, John, why don't you feel that same way about Batgirl? Well, I'm so glad everybody asked. Let me tell you. That's because Batgirl was a fucking disaster. It looked like shit. It was going to be dumb. It was released on HBO Max. It was not theater quality at all. The suits looked terrible. I don't want Michael Keaton to come back on a low level, like mid at best, like that film was about to be. Like, I agree put on this that. Mother, and then they're like, oh, well, we scrapped the Batman Beyond. No, get that again. Put Keaton in that movie. That's the one we all want to see him in. What's your problem? Uh, yeah. And the film wasn't done. It needed more money. It needed more editing. So, yeah, scrap that shit. But Shazam was huge. That was a positive for DC. That brought in more fans. People liked that movie. Yeah, release your second one. And honestly, I like Aquaman. That's a beautiful film. My man Patrick Wilson was in it. I, I like the film. I'm ex- yeah, yeah, I see that smile, Vance. I'm ready for the second one. Yeah, they booted Amber Heard out. Okay, let's see what's going to happen with that. But Momoa's dope. Like, I'm liking this Aquaman thing. And yeah, I know it's the last time I'm going to see him. Or Sorry, probably the last time I'm going to see him in that. But put the shit out there. People will go and watch it. At least get something, some return on your investment. And then... Now you do your wipe and start over with hopefully Flashpoint, but I don't think so because they kept retooling that movie, and it's not like they're retooling it again after this announcement. So who the fuck knows what's going to happen in that film? Yeah, maybe. Here's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping that that it, it we are getting a. I hope we're getting a soft reboot. I hope we are getting the Flashpoint reboot. I really do hope that the Flash movie plays a role in changing everything because I mean, like, I mean, I get that he wants to start from scratch and you could do that with a flash movie and they've invested a lot of money in this flash. They have. I mean, I don't even know how this movie is going to be profitable to be honest with you. I spent a lot, especially on those reshoots. So somebody's got to pay Azra's bills. So like, (laughs) like honestly, like, I don't even know. I don't know. I know everybody's talking about the the new Avatar movie being one of the most expensive films of, of all time being made. I don't know how we haven't been talking about the Flash right now being one of the most expensive films of all time. They have to reshoot every five seconds. Like, oh fuck. Like, I don't know. I mean, I'm hoping that I'm hoping uh, the the kid, the guy who plays Shazam, Zach Levy, and all. I I hope he sticks around. I think Gal Gadot will stick around because like. James Gunn has made some comments saying that, like, he is kind of refuting the idea that these guys are going to go. Yeah, I mean, but, but then again, what? But he's literally making announcements saying that they are. When did the, I mean, he keeps, here's the thing. He keeps saying that, like, he's going to reboot everything, but he doesn't make, he hasn't said, like, directly, like, they're gone. He, Cavill made an announcement that it's done with him in DC and they're going with young no, no, Cavill's gone. Cavill's gone. But I mean, like, Gal just released a statement that said the same thing. Ooh. Hey, I met with James Gunn and they're going in a different direction, but we all like each other. And if they ever change their mind, we'll talk. Wait, that, wait, Zach Robbie released that? No, The Rock just released well, that. Well, The Rock, okay, I, I'm so glad you brought that up because I want to, I want to analyze something. He, he, he posted. Oh, by no, the no, way, no. real quick, the, the budget for The Flash is $200 million. That's just the production budget. Fuck me. Ooh, that's not good, Fuck man. Me. I don't think that movie's going to be profitable. I mean, I'll go see me. it, but I don't think it's going to be profitable. That movie that's ain't making dick and shit. Ooh, that's rough. See if, they could, see if it could take place on Pandora. <laughs> <laughs> just see if it could take place on Pandora. That's the only shot that things making money. We'll we'll go to a uh, cheap theater like Carriage Place or something for like I mean, you know like a two dollar ticket. And go see it. Look at that in, in comparison. The budget to Avatar two. That's like one of the most beautiful films ever made, and it's like one of the most technical films made. Right, like pushing the boundaries. That was a $250 million budget. So there's a $50 million separating the budget between The Flash starring Ezra Miller 
and Avatar 2, the sequel to the highest grossing film ever before Infinity War uh, uh, came out. So yeah. I don't think the Flash is being set up to make money, but I'm still going to go see it. So I, I think the only way that movie can make money, and I'm, I'm look, as somebody who's, who's going to mark, if I had to market this movie, I would call it the fucking Batman Return of Michael right. Keaton and Flash is kind of in this fucking movie. movie. Right. <laughs> right. That's how you make the the money. Yeah. Honest to God. Like, but anyways, here's the, the line that. Oh, there me. it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Black Adam will not be in the first chapter of story. So that's weird wording. I, I've been trying to figure out why he's wording that. So there, it's already been clarified. There, there is, there is no future plans for Black Adam to move forward in the new DC universe. But just in the first chapter, or did no, 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 that's that was I don't know why The Rock said that. There was already a response from James Gunn that clarified we're not moving forward with Black Adam in this universe. Well, not not the sequel to the movie, but they might actually. You do you think they may not use the? I Rock? mean, they 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 could, but Look, they're basically, I'm wondering. They're basically here, telling him there's no plans of using you, but if there ever is, we'll call you. Yeah, when I, here, let me reclarify. Do you think they would do with Charlie Cox what like guy like what Marvel do with Charlie Cox? Like he's Daredevil again, but he's not the Daredevil from Mar from Netflix. Mm. <laughs> <Okay>. Here it is. <laughs> All right. Uh John, can you clarify what you mean by Can you clarify for us, please? I'm going to get myself in trouble for this, but I don't necessarily like that they brought Charlie Cox back. I said it. I said oh it. Oh, my God. I said it. Why not? I, I... I don't like the way that his character was introduced into the MCU objectively in terms of a one episode of a series and not at least having maybe not his own solo film, but at least a film to where he would be considered part of the lead cast. I also, even though it's comic accurate, I fucking hate the color of that new suit. The ketchup and mustard drives me fucking nuts. And number three, there is a part of me that, again, I have to be careful. It's not an absolute for me, but I prefer that as we change mediums, we also do that respectively with who's playing the character. So I'm I'm not a big fan of taking a television character and moving it into a film like universe and the same actor is playing that. It's that's just a little strange to me. I've never really totally been into that. Um so I you know, I'm not mad that Charlie Cox is in the MCU. I just wish it was handled differently if they were going to continue. Yeah, and, and I think that's My acceptable. preference would have just been to recast and let him have his three badass seasons that everybody fucking loves and then give some different guy his thing in, you know, the films. But that, again, that's just me. Yeah, I mean, I, I look, when it comes to giving a TV show, giving a TV show character, uh, movie love. I mean, it's it's in my opinion, it's been done well in the past, and I, I'm I'm ho- I'm hoping that they kind of do that correctly here. I mean, because I do wish that they they gave him more a bigger role in some of the stuff yes. he does. That's yeah. I agree with because like I I mean, him do he was great in She Hulk. You know, he was great in She Hulk. He was great in Spider Man. I wish that he would have been. I wish they could have kind of done with Charlie Cox what they did to. For like Black Panther and Spider Man and Civil War, like kind of put them put them into the action of a movie like that. Yeah, I mean, so so you're talking about how Black Panther wasn't introduced with his solo film; he was introduced as a supporting character, yeah, and then got the solo film. I would have been fine with that. I think I would have been fine with that. Yeah, and I I, because like the thing is, it's like Charlie Cox. 
he he trailblazed that character so oh, hard dude. in that TV show. Again, and, it's the it's the Christopher Reeve thing. Like no one's ever going to be able to think of somebody else to play Daredevil now because yeah. he fucking nailed it. And and that's why, like, like I mean, don't get me wrong. I liked him in She-Hulk. I liked him in Spider-Man. But I would have rather. I would have rathered him show up somewhere first before that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like it, like you know, like dealing with some sort of character legal troubles, also. Because I mean, in the comic books, he plays a really huge role in Peter's trial when uh, it, they they think he's Spider Man and they kind of you know finagle it so he's not Spider Man. But yeah, like uh, the the animated series did a, a two episode run on it. It was brilliant. Like I wouldn't mind seeing that. Yeah, I mean, and that allowed Spider Man. Cool. Yeah, but I mean, and again, I understand Spider Man No Way Home had to do its thing, and it did its thing, and I loved its thing, and it had to do its thing. But I mean, like, there was an alternate, <laughs> there was deleted scenes of Charlie Cox that I was very upset that they didn't make the cut that I thought were perfect for the movie. Like, do you remember the scene where uh, Hap, where uh, they're bringing all the supervillains to Happy's apartment? Yes. Okay, so the lead scene is, meanwhile, while that's happening, Charlie Cox and John Favreau are sitting at a desk talking with the other attorneys. Because remember, John Favreau is going to have the cases brought up against him because of the stolen Tony Stark deck. Yeah. And, and they were like, the, the lawyers were like, he was like swearing in, like, and you, don't, and you have no affiliations to any uh, criminal enterprises of any sort, right? Yes, that is true. And then his phone rings off, and he checks the the home security camera, and he has all the supervillains going through the door. <laughs> and like Charlie Cox, it was so funny. And he's like having a mini heart attack. He has six of the biggest villains going through his front door. And I was so mad they didn't keep that scene. That is pretty good, man. That is pretty good. Such a funny ass scene. He's just like looking at his phone, and like, yeah. Oh my god. But, so let's, Vance. You weigh in here. You, I, and I've been watching you. You've just been patiently waiting for Jesse and I to hash it out. So now let's hear from you on all this. Where are you at? Um. Well, I I do think that you know if you brought someone in else to play Daredevil, I I think it's possible to you know, accept it. I, I very much like Charlie Cox as Daredevil, but you know, if they were to move on to change everything about Daredevil from what we had seen on the TV show to really to, you know, make it happen on the, in the films, I could be, you know, I, I'm not going to protest that again. I like Charlie Cox very much. I think he did a very good job uh, in the character and, you know, and it's, it's a really tough character. I don't know if there's really a film medium for the character outside of guest appearances or just to pop in to you know, help some type of battle royale situation. I think the complexity of Matt Murdock uh, and Daredevil, you know, dealing with, you know, issues of religion and, and his, you know, his general upbringing and how all of his love life always seems to fall apart. I think that's better suited to a television show. I don't Very I, much. I, yeah, if you try to squeeze it into a two-hour film, you're 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 going to yeah. get the the Affleck bat, uh, Affleck uh, Daredevil, and hey, the rated know, R version isn't that bad. Okay, um, but <laughs> I, again, you know, it, it, I think it's, I think it's a better medium for it. Yeah, but yeah, I could eventually see someone else brought in, but I, I you know, I, I accept Charlie Cox if he's going to be brought in, but uh, for other appearances or whatever this next phase or even the secret war, whatever it's going to be. Um, but no, I don't think he's an eternal character to me. I think he is ultimately replaceable. Um, but there's no point to replace him at this point. No one's like, man, we really need a younger, more dynamic daredevil. This doesn't really exist at this point. We want more of a lot of the things that we saw in the daredevil series. And whether it's the action, you know, I still think the the fight uh, through the hallways down the stairwell God. was so fantastically done. Oh yeah, the prison scene. And yeah. you know what's so funny? They said that they had already made the fight scene for the fourth season. They said it was going to put the prison scene to shame, and I was like, "How in the fuck 
you top the prison scene. I still haven't seen I still haven't seen a one-shot comic book fight scene, let alone a regular fight scene in a comic book movie outdo that fight scene. That was a brutal ass sloppy break them down kind of fight. Okay, and I we got sloppy in a good way. We got 5 minutes left. We're going okay. back to DC. Uh, we this could be a whole other episode. Yes, exactly. Sorry about Daredevil, which we'll get Darth on and actually do yeah. this. Um, so, so look, like, what does all this look like? Everybody's asking questions, right? So they said they want a younger Superman, but they're not going to do an origin. So we're we getting Titan Superman, or we're we getting Superboy, or we're we getting we're getting Superman? we're getting we're getting Superman twelfth season Smallville. <laughs> he, he literally that's kind of how it's described because. So far, he said like he's gonna be. It's gonna focus on him being, you know, this new reporter at the Daily Planet and stuff okay. like that. Just trying to establish where, what, what you know, what Superman we're getting. So that's fine. Yeah, um, I think I think it's he's gonna kind of be like the Peter Parker that just started working at the Daily Planet kind of deal. <laughs> Uh, so, you know, are we going to do a bunch of solo movies and then lead up to Justice League? Are we just going to pick and choose a couple and then do Justice League? Like, I want to know, like, what you guys think about what the plan is, because I think they're, they're, they're setting this up to, they're going to close out the current DCEU with these last couple films to close it out. And then we're going to start again. It'll probably be called something other than the DCEU. Who knows? And I think that they're going to start with Superman again. Uh, they did it on the first in 2013. Why not do it? You know, by the time they get this going, it'll be 11, 12 years later. But why not start it again? Like, I think Superman is a really good starting character for this franchise because you can build everything off of him, just like starting with technically start, not technically, but starting with Tony Stark. You know, yeah, we had that Edward Norton Hulk movie that I hate, but. You know, we started with uh, Tony Stark, and then we built everything off of him. So I think with DC, you start with Superman. You you can build everything off of Superman. I think I I think the first movie will be a Superman movie. I I but here's the trick to what I think James Gunn will do. I think because you got to keep in mind some of his property exists in the DCU universe, and he's going to want to bring that over. And I think the Flashpoint. If they make any changes to it, let's face it, they will. That movie ain't gonna make money, so they might as well just burn it. Uh, no, I, I, I want to see it. Don't, don't. I want to see it. I want to see it. I want to see it. I think, I think it's going to reset the universe for James Gunn's universe. Yes, and it will bring some people over because you know it's gonna bring in all the people that were in Peacemaker, all the people who are in the Suicide Squad. I think it's going to bring over the guys from Shazam. I don't think it's going to bring back the Affleck Batman we wanted. It's not going to bring back the Henry Cavill Bat. I, like, you know what I mean? Like it's good. We're going to get these new versions of each character. Yeah. And I think the first chapter will be reducing the recasted characters. Okay, that and makes then, perfect sense. And then slowly we'll start to see a Wonder Woman three. That's really a new Wonder Woman standalone. Uh, you know, kind of almost like a lot to how Suicide Squad wasn't a sequel. Yeah, you know what I mean, and then I think I think we'll get the the Trinity first, then we will get two TV shows of characters that will be in the that are you know like almost kind of like a Hot Girls TV yeah. show. Um, you know, characters that will be more TV show than movie, and then we'll combine those into the Justice League movie. I'd be down for a Dr. Fate TV show versus film all day because I think they could do a lot more with that. So I'd, I I'd definitely be down. Now, keep in mind with this, too, is that if the rumors are true and we're going more Justice League Unlimited, that means we finally get Green Lantern. So that would be pretty dope. I'm here for that. Martian Manhunter, absolutely here for that. So, I mean, there's some good, solid options here. Yeah. And I and that I think, like I said, he says that he wants to use the video games, TV shows, and movies and combine them, and and make that a full blown universe. And I'm all for that. The video game stuff, I would say, don't let retcon, don't let that be too hardcore canon. Make that more like extra, like behind the scene featurette canon. 
not like a good Superman game. There is no actual good. Oh, no, no. I'm not saying not to make a good Superman thing, but don't make something so contingent upon us having to play a video game. Sure. Don't (laughs) make people have to play the game in order to go see the next movie or Star. Like, for example, I did the one character that shows up as the villain in Boba Fett. I never, I've never seen him. He's in Clone Wars. He's in a bunch of stuff. I didn't have to see him to understand this was a great villain and, and to appreciate that episode. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, that's how they need to portray stuff from the video games yeah. so that you don't alienate the audience, but you can honor the audience that played it, if that makes sense. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Vance, what are your whole thoughts on this restart? What it looks you like? You know, I, the, until we really kind of know what happens with Batman. Is the Pattinson Batman going to be folded in? Is it going to be another Batman uh, cast and we're going to have those movies going concurrently? I really don't know definitively what's going to happen there. I do like the idea of starting out like Justice League, the animated series, and we're not going to be locked into nonstop uh, origin stories that we really for the most part, already know. And, yeah. you know, people at home who don't know it, you know, there's fucking Wikipedia. You know, right. you can find it at any there's point in time video. to find like, out how it all started. Right, um, right. I, I think that the era of, just like I hope Fantastic Four doesn't start out with an origin story. Oh, you know, God, we, yeah. we don't need right. a Fantastic Four origin story. Um, I'm hoping that era is over. But I, 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 <laughs> I, I'd like to see it start out like Justice League, the animated series, where you know, we know these characters. We know who they are. Bring them all together at once. That would be kind of great. But I, I, I'm just kind of hesitant to see where, you know, where the where the money men come in and I'm like, no, 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 we do that. We can we can start each character individually and we can make hundred million dollars on each of these films. And then by the end of the ten year period, we'll have fifty billion dollars. You know, so I kind of see that. Man. The merchandise. You know? That's where but, the movie makes all the money. Right. Yeah. But yeah, like I said, just I want them just to honor this. And Mm. like I said, I do believe we are out of the origin story because now superheroes are common knowledge rather than um, this kind of foreign concept. You know what I mean? So I think because we're out of that, I think at least we're out of the origin stories for main characters like Batman, Superman, and all them because we get it. We, it, you know, it, 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 I mean, just get to. And here's the thing: showing those origin stories, I think, also hurts the character as well. Here's yeah. what I mean: if I had to see Batman's parents get murdered in an alley one more time, right? I mean, How many times? One more time. One more time. Right. So many times. Yeah. Like. The guy, Zack Snyder, he did it correctly. He did it shot for shot, panel to panel, right from the comic book. You ain't gonna beat it. There it is. We're done. We don't need to see it again. There it is. We're done. <laughs> we don't. If they would like, if you need it, it, like they should have like an asterisk at the bottom of the movie theater, going like, "Oh, if you're confused about what happened to his parents, see this YouTube video after the movie." Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> it's it. only thirty <laughs> seconds long, and it will explain everything. <laughs> Just fuck off. Go watch that. We don't give a shit. Right. We're done. You you need to. Yeah, that's that's what I think. I, I definitely agree, and and I like your point about the mains, and then maybe as we introduce some lesser-known uh, pop culture characters, right, maybe we do need to do an origin for them. Yes. Like, I'm pretty sure if they're going to bring in Green Lantern, we really do need to do an origin for yes. that from DC. Like, we're going to need that for Green Lantern. We don't need that shit for Batman or Superman. We got no, that on no, lockdown. No. We're good. We no, know Marlon Brando held you. He read a very beautiful speech off your diaper, <laughs> and then he sent you off to Earth. By the way, why does he get to pronounce it as Krypton, but nobody else does? Because he's Marlon fucking Brando, okay? All right. <laughs> How is his dialect different from all the other Kryptonians that literally share the same space? This dude, this dude re- refused to read to memorize the script and asked them to write the script on the baby's diaper. All right. I think they were they would have been they should be lucky they got him to say Krypton. <laughs> I love that even by Superman the movie, Brando was already done. He's just like dude, fuck it. I love like, how much. The more I hate him, the more I love him now. Oh my god! Like that how much he just checked out. Half of his life, man. Like, just, like 
he did the Godfather, and he's like, you know what? Just fuck all of you. Like, yeah, just, pretty much. Just, if the scene doesn't have the script, I don't want to be in it. <laughs> like, just what? Oh, sorry, Jesse, you know, Jesse, you know the story of Godfather Two. They wanted him to show up at the in the end of Godfather Two, and part of his demand, besides I think a million dollars, was that some exec had to be fired. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and they're like, no, no, we'll just have the I've family. About that. I, Can you I, imagine I, him like saying that with the Jorellian accent, though? Like, <laughs> I demand that this insidious act be, you know, redeemed with the firing of that executive here on Krypton. You or know? the fact <laughs> that Robert Duvall had to hold cue cards while. <laughs> <laughs> You see like, Robert Duvall holding up Ruben, cards Ruben, Robert Duvall's holding cue cards like he's working on SNL while <laughs> Brando just says the lines. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, anyways, that's all the time we got here at the Grown-Ups Table. I want to thank everybody for coming on out here and uh, blowing up the comic section, comment section. William, thank you so much, man. You are a rock star. I know we had other people watching. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, next week, we're going to be doing something extra fun on the ground table. We will be doing new year's resolutions. Yep. Uh, more to tell you about that. Just keep an eye on our page. Uh, yeah, oh, and make sure Bride of Pimpy will be doing, we'll be, we should do this episode this uh, Monday. We're going to finally do our Wednesday episode. Oh, there you go. We can talk yeah. about that boring ass show. <laughs> we got some oh. stuff to talk about that and make sure you tune in on every Thursday where all episodes of uh, At the Grown-Ups Table premiere on YouTube, and then the following Monday premiere on Roku TV. So you can watch all of us there on the big screen, right in your home, chilling out. So there you have it. I want to thank Vance, the producer who produces the goods, for coming on out and having fun with us. Vance, thank you again so much. Thank you, bud. All right. Well, hey, until next time, I'm Jesse. I'm John. And you've been sitting at the grown-ups table. Merry Christmas and a happy new year, you filthy animals. All right, let's get out of here, guys. I'm gonna go watch, I'm gonna go watch Marlon Brando now. <laughs>